The following message is from Westway Christian Church in Scottsbluff, Nebraska. If you'd like to know more about us, go to westwaychurch.com. Thank you for listening. John 3.16 and 17 and following says this, For this is how God loved the world, that He gave His own, one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in Him will not perish but have eternal life. God sent His Son into the world not to judge the world, but to save the world through Him. Guys, have you ever gotten a gift, kids? Yeah? I wonder what the greatest gift is that you've ever gotten. Can you think about it for a second? Maybe it was a bicycle. Maybe it was a real special doll. Maybe it was what? Shout out, guys. What, what was the greatest gift you ever got? Yeah, see, they know. <laughs> I've gotten a lot of gifts before, and some of them are really cool. I got a guitar one time. I got a guitar twice, <laughs> which was pretty cool. Yeah. And our gifts are pretty neat, and they're fun things. For the bigger kids, it'd be like Nintendo games. Yeah. (laughs) For adults, it might be a new car or a new house or a piece of property. Or maybe it's a new baby for a young couple or a new grandchild for an older couple. All of those gifts are awesome. But they don't compare to the greatest gift that God gave us. And that's His Son, Jesus. God sent His Son into the world from the best place we'll ever know. From heaven, where he had everything. And he became flesh just like us, human just like us, and dwelled among us. He gave all of that up because he loved us. And his dad said, You go and show them my love. That's pretty awesome. That's the message that we've been talking about this week. And He didn't come down to judge us, but to save us from our sins. As we heard about this week in VBS, our sins are pretty heavy. And Bethany lined the kids up and had them face the cross as they held their rock. And that rock was hard and heavy. And she had him pick up a full bucket of rocks and hold it for a little bit while she visited with them and asked each of them, would you want to carry that around with you all the time? We do that, don't we? We carry our bucket of rocks around with us wherever we go because we don't want to let go and let God in our lives. 
We need to learn how to let go of the burdens that we carry around and that sin that we hang on to because we think we can handle it. When she asked the kids, could you hold this for a long time? Oh, yeah, I could do that. Some of the big kids, oh, yeah, I could do that. We're the same way with our sins, aren't we? We need to give them over to him and let him take care of it because he didn't come to judge us. He came to save us. It goes on there in verse 18. There's no judgment against anyone who believes in him, but anyone who does not believe in him has already been judged for not believing in God's one and only Son. And the judgment is based on this fact. God's light came into the world, but people loved the darkness more than the light, for their actions were evil. All who do evil hate the light and refuse to go near it for fear that their sins will be exposed. We carry those rocks around in our pockets. But those who do what is right come to the light so others can see that they are doing what God wants. You see, the belief that we have leads to obedience, to follow Him, to come to Him, the light of this world. I want to jump to another passage, and if you're helping with the, uh, uh, with the communion this morning, would you please go to your places at this time. In Luke chapter 9, Luke chapter 9, and, verse, and um, beginning with verse 21, it says this, Jesus warned his disciples not to tell anyone who he was. The Son of Man must suffer many terrible things, he said. He will be rejected by the elders, the leading priests, and the teachers of the religious law. He will be killed, but on the third day, he will be raised from the dead. That's the light we're following. Does that sound very bright to you? <laughs> Let me read that again. He will be rejected, and listen to who's going to reject him. He will be rejected by the elders, the leading priests, and the teachers of the religious law. That's a little confusing to me. The very ones that should be leading his people towards the light are the ones that Jesus said, they'll be the ones that reject me. You think you're too good not to have a stone, a rock that you carry? We all got them. God wants us to give those up. Just like he went to those leading priests and elders and teachers of the religious law. He comes to all of us. And sometimes the best way for us to recognize him is to take one of these guys and stand them in our midst like Jesus did and said, unless you become like one of them, you shall not enter 
the kingdom of God. What a promise we have from him. We need to have faith in him, just like these little ones do. We need to be obedient with our belief and let go of our rocks and let Jesus lead us. It's not going to be easy, he said, to follow him. Every morning on Sunday morning, as we gather together, we remember what Jesus has done for us. We remember how he went to that cross. How he willingly laid his hands and his feet on that cross. And the little crosses that you kids made this week were made up of what? What did you make the crosses with, Colton? Nails and wire. Now imagine those nails were as long as my iPad here from top to bottom. And that's what Jesus allowed them to drive through his hands and through his feet. To hold him on that cross as he gave his life for us. In the video and in the songs, you saw the kids when we talked about Jesus go like this. You could change that to this. Jesus loves us that much that he was willing to do this. So as we take communion this morning, as we eat of the bread, let's remember the sacrifice that he made on the cross. As we drink of the cup, let's remember how his blood flowed freely from those wounds. Not just the nails that they drove through his feet and his hands, but the whip that they beat him with before that. And the spear they shoved in his side to be sure that he was dead. Yes, he died. But kids, did he stay in the grave? No. How many days later did he come to life again? Three days. Three days later, Jesus rose from the grave to give us the hope of eternal life with him forever. And the Bible tells us that one day he went to heaven to prepare a place for us. For me, for you, where our rocks aren't allowed. Isn't that awesome? So as we take communion today, let's remember what Jesus has done for us. Let's pray. Father in heaven, what a blessing it is to be here with your family. What a blessing it is for us to know that you sent your light into this world, a free gift for us. But just like any gift, Father, we have to accept that gift or the gift does us no good. This gift is not a pretty gift in many ways because it was your son and he knew what he had to do for us. He knew how hard it was going to be to deliver that gift. And yet, he offered his life for ours. And so help us remember today the extent of your love, the extent 
that you've reached out to us. And help us to be obedient to you. Help us to share that love with those around us. Father, we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. We've been taking an offering for a mission this week, all week, and um, this mission is a special mission um, that's, that's dear to the hearts of some people that I know very well. Um, those people come to a Tuesday after bi- afternoon Bible study that I lead, a bunch of kids that are mostly 70 or older. And there's a couple in there that go to the church in Lyman that have gone to Myanmar for years and years and years to help and assist this family. And you can go ahead and pull up the... Did I forget a slide? There we go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys, what's, the, what's, what's the, the mom's name in this picture? Truth. Isn't that an awesome name? Simon and Truth have a family, and they, he's a minister at a church there. There's a river that runs between um, Myanmar and Thailand, and about two miles on each side of that river is um, where this family ministers. And they've been doing this for quite a few years, and the truth, the the the. The church family has been blossoming and growing. We want to talk just a little bit about that with this, with this uh, presentation this morning. Let's arrow down. The people that live in this two miles on each side of the river area, um, is it not wanting to move? Arrow down, there we go. Yeah. Um, this is their houses, if they're fortunate. They call them the trash people because they're refugees that have been run out of their country with no place to go and no homes and no food. And where they find what they can have to eat is often in a trash pile outside of this city that's a couple million people in a city. And there's food there, but I wouldn't want to eat it. (laughs) And so Simon and his family and the church that that he's a part of there. They have a college and a school there, and they go to these people that live in these houses, and this is the way he put it. The mission strategy is sowing love seed. I like that. Sowing love seed. And I'm going to say this the way he wrote it. Share the good news, baptize them, and disciple them to be like Christ and multiply. There are two million refugees along the border, and our team are reaching them by sharing food, shelter, and education. That's a lot of people. Two million people that live like this. You want to arrow down, please. So the way they share the love seed is they tell them about Jesus, just like we were doing here at VBS this week. And... um, While they're sharing about Jesus, they give them food and education. So they have a school that they they operate. You can arrow down. Um, You can see by the faces of these children, they're happy now. They're enjoying it. You can arrow down again. 
and they love the food. They're sitting in a hammock. They don't have the normal chairs that we do. You can arrow down again. One of the things that they provide them, if you live in an in a environment like that, the water's not much good when there's that many people close to the river and that's your source of water. And so they have a well that they, they made with a pump and they can come get their water there. And that's obviously some of the ones that go to get the water from the pump. Arrow down. This picture is of Simon and he's sharing the gospel to his people. You can arrow down again. He's sharing the good news. And I asked the kids, can you see where they're at, where the church is at in this picture? It's in the woods, isn't it? Yeah. They're sitting on the ground out in the woods. That's where he's preaching to them at. He went to them. I wonder if we should be doing more of that. He says, we baptized over 600 new converts in these seven years and planted 12 churches. Isn't that awesome? I think that deserves a yeehaw. Yeehaw! <laughs> yeah. Let's just kind of arrow down now through these pictures. These are pictures of different people that they've been baptizing. And what happens is, is they make disciples and those people go out. You can arrow down again. And they share the good news in one of the churches that are planted. You can arrow down again. And they... Those people respond to the good news and then they baptize more people and teach them about Jesus and to obey His commands. And it's the process that Jesus told us to do. And we can be a part of that. You can arrow down again. We can be a part of that today. You see... God has given us His commands. And we've been talking in the, in the past few weeks and for the next few weeks here at Westway uh, about God's law that He gave His people and how important it was to the people when He gave it to them and how important it is to us today and how those laws still have value. And... I hung it up, but if you look around um, out in the building as you're going through the line out there, you'll see that there are um, some cowboy commands out there. And I just closed my iPad, so I'm not going to open it up and read it for you. But if you see one of those little stickers out there, read through them. They're cute, but the wording could be a little bit misleading. For instance, next week, I get to talk about the sixth commandment. No killing. <laughs> is it just killing that he's talking about there? Or is it maybe a little more specific? Murder. I'm going to share a story from my life about how that command had an effect on me and my family next week. You have to come back next week to hear it. Each of these commands affect us today in our lives. And the principles that they talk about are still very important in our world today and shape our lives. 
And the people in Myanmar are hearing about God's word in a mighty way, and the church is growing rapidly. The Bible college students, they don't go back to their homes when they graduate from Bible college. They go to the trash pile. And they reach out to the people that have need for love seed. I like that word. You have an opportunity to share with the mission today too. When we are finished in here after I pray, we want to have you all go to the gym. And I want the kids to be able to go through first so that they can start using the bounce houses while the rest of you eat. So when we're done here, I'm going to dismiss the kids and they'll make an exit for the food. But as you come, there's two lines. There's one as you come in the gym um, on this side and then across the gym if you go around the outside of the gym, there's another line that will, that will go through. There's a bucket there that if you'd like to share with Simon and his family and the church there between Myanmar and Thailand, just place your gift in the bucket. And all of that will go to that mission. This week, the kids raised $100 already in two days. Yeah. (laughs) Wouldn't it be awesome if that was tripled or quadrupled or quintupled (laughs) or so on? There is a real need for those people over there. And Simon and the church that he is at are reaching out to them in a great way. Once again, I want to say thank you to you for bringing your kids this weekend. Thank you to you, church, that loves them so much that you allow us to do this every year. Thank you, Jesus. Yeehaw, yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus, for coming to save us. Let's bow our heads. Let's pray. Father in heaven, It's a great day because you're here. It's a great day because we're here. It's a great day because of your love. And so as we go forth from this place today, we want to take you with us. The light that came into this world. And we want to shine your light into the community of Scotts Bluff and Gehring and Mitchell and Morrill and Minotaur and this valley. And there are some right now from this congregation that are overseas shining your light where they are. What a blessing it is to have the hope that you've given to us through your son. What a blessing it is to be able to share that with our loved ones and those that we don't even know to invite them to come and know about you. Now, Father, as we go into the gymnasium to eat, we thank you for that food. We pray that you will bless it and nourish it to our minds and our bodies, that it will give us the strength that we need to continue on through our day. And as we have fun in the bounce houses, the kids, help us to be safe. Help us to enjoy the fellowship that we can have together. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.